Blog Talk Radio. Mr. Pop. The views and opinions of this show do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of this network and its affiliates. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Niner Faithful. Unfortunately, again, we don't have the intro or we don't have any of our sound clips. And we're only going to be on for a half an hour today, or at least that will be the live version. Whether or not we do a little bit over a half an hour will depend on um, how much stuff that we can get through and if we get some calls and some text messages and whatnot. But I'm glad y'all tuned in today. Hope everyone had a blessed week. And I am required to say that if you have any pages, events, um, businesses, whatever type of things. Um, Radio AFS has advertising packages for as little as $25 a month. Go ahead and email me at NinerFaithfulRadio at gmail.com, and I'll go ahead and I'll email you the different packages we have. They have different benefits the more you play, obviously. So... With that being said, if you would like to be a part of Niner Faithful Radio today, go ahead and call us at 646-668-8467, or as I like to remember it, 646-668, Kendrick Bourne, Daniel Kilgore. So, uh, anything else I forgot? I think that pretty much covers it, right? Okay. The sound check is good? Yeah. All right. So, y'all can hear me. Everything is all Gucci. I got a double... Different people blowing me up. Um, yeah, okay, none of that stuff's important. Okay, also, um, a Facebook. Um, I shouldn't even say friend. I don't even know if he's my face on my Facebook. But um, a fellow faithful has asked if I could give a shout out to. Um, Go ahead, and um, it's uh, the San Francisco 49ers Facebook group. Um, I know there's probably a million named that. But uh, also, he says that they have live chats going on all the time at livefootballchat.com forward slash fan forward slash 49ers. And um, they got a lot of good Niner talk going there. So, obviously, Mondays from 3 to 4 or 3 to 3. 3 to 3.30 or whatever. We want you, y'all to tune in to Niner Faithful Radio, but anytime you're not listening to Niner Faithful Radio, why don't you go ahead and give them a shout-out. I'm actually probably going to start a chat there today. So after the show, maybe that's what we'll do instead of doing the normal podcast that we do. But as we kick off the show today, I would like to say today is a very, very special day in Niner history because today is the day we came up with the hashtag got five. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, 23 years ago, January 29th, 1995, the San Francisco 49ers became the first team to win five Lombardies when we defeated the San Diego Chargers 49 to 26. Steve Young with his record six touchdown passes, three went to Jerry, two went to um, Ricky Waters. Well, Ricky Waters had three, but he had two receiving, one, one rushing. And then, let me see, it was Rich, oh, and William Floyd. So Jerry scored three of Steve's passes, TD passes. Uh, Roger, Ricky Waters had two of them. I almost said Roger Craig. 
and William Floyd. That's a name. That's a throwback name in Niner history for you. Actually, I think it was last year, uh, 2016 season, that I went and I seen went to a Niner game and seen somebody with a William Floyd jersey. So for those of you who see my picture, yeah, I'm not wearing a Niner shirt today. I still got my Niner hat, but I'm rocking the Batman shirt today. I forgot to change this morning. I'm getting over a little bit of a cold. So it was a, it was a rough night. Flat. A rough night for your boy last night. So uh, I, when I woke up this morning, it was pretty much get up, do my push-ups, listen to my daily bread, and time to get, you know, things cracking for, for the show. So I feel partly naked doing the show today because I'm wearing a Batman shirt, not a Niner shirt. But it doesn't change the fact that I'm a diehard Niner fan, so we're good. All right, so as I promised today, we're going to get a little bit into the scouting combine. And then also the senior bowl was last week. So we're going to go ahead and get into at least the people that we interviewed at the senior bowl. So we'll go ahead and kick it off with the combine. So, oh, for those who listened, I'm glad I flipped over the stage. For those who listened to my um, my rap this morning about T.O. and whether we should retire his number and all that different type of stuff, I have officially found out the answer. So John Brody and Dwight Clark are the only members of the Niners that have had their jersey retired but are not in the Hall of Fame, which John Brody comes with an um, asterisk because, as, as I'm pretty sure a lot of us remember, John Brody was um, had his number unretired so that Trent Dilfer could wear it. So I don't know. I don't think they went and re-retired it. I mean, I, they're probably not going to have a ceremony for it, but I believe it is re-retired. I would have to double-check that, but I'm pretty sure we re-retired it. So, technically, John Brody and Dwight Clark are the only members in the, the only Niners that have had their jersey retired that are not in the Hall of Fame. So, I brought up a little interesting debate I had with Super Duper Secret Producer here. Who do you think is going to be the next Niner to get their jersey retired. I, mean, I think that that's a really good question. But yeah, well, yeah. I mean, Roger Craig's going to get in the Hall of Fame. I mean, he has to get in the Hall of Fame this year. I don't think T.O. will get in this year. I think T.O. will get in next year. But do you retire T.O.'s jersey? I don't think T.O.'s going to get his number retired. Me, personally, the person I would love to see, and I do not understand for the life of me, why this person's number is not retired, and it's a damn fucking shame that Dakota Watson is wearing it. Why the hell is it BY's number retired? He played 14 seasons for us. Okay? 14 seasons, nothing but Niners. Why is BY's number not retired? BY's number needs to be retired. He has more sacks with the Niners than freaking Charles Haley. Why is BY's number not retired? Why is somebody else wearing number 97? There's only one 90, number 97, and it ain't Dakota Watson. No disrespect, because Dakota Watson, I like him. 
He's a good special teams player, you know, good backup and whatnot. But let's be real. Only B.Y. should have ever won number 97. At least, well, there's probably been other players to have uh, to have worn it. But nobody of the caliber of B.Y. Nobody should have worn it after him. But um, obviously, the, the I think the number that comes up to mind, and, you know, they obviously don't want to retire too many numbers because, you know, they have to have numbers or players to wear. But I think it's going to be Frank Gore. I think when Frank Gore finally retires, they're going to do that little ceremony, sign him to a one-day contract. He's going to retire a number. And then, then shortly after he gets into the Hall of Fame, they're going to retire his number. Because Frank Gore is a Hall of Fame. I mean, like, I don't care what anybody says. Frank Gore is a freaking Hall of Famer, bro. No, So, I think Frank Gore, Patrick Lewis, I don't think he played long enough for him to get his jersey retired. We all love P-Dub, but, but I don't think that he deserves to get his number retired. Navarro Bowman won't. Joe Staley. I think Joe Staley is an interesting one. Yeah, see, I think Joe Staley is an interesting one for me because – He's, he's, what, this was his 11th season, so he's coming into his 12th season, all with the Niners. I mean, he's, to me, Joe Staley, this is what I think happened, and this is one of the things that's frustrating about being a fan, is that we're never privy to this until I can actually get a real deal press pass and all that. Um, all right, I'll see you later then. Um, thank you. Yeah. Um, thank you. Yeah. All right, so um, everybody say bye, super duper secret producer. Bye. See you later. All right, so now it's just me by myself. So I think Joe Staley was on the trade block. I think that they came to him and they asked him, look, do you want us to trade you? somewhere like Philadelphia or something, for example, where you can go get uh, go get your championship. And this is why I respect Joe Staley so much. I want to get his jersey so bad, is that he said no. He said, I'd rather never win a ring and retire only playing for the Niners than win a ring and have played for another team. And to me, that's what a Niner is. You know, he's a Niner for life. He's like, I don't want to go to any other team. This is my home. This is my fans. This is where my family lives. I'm a Niner. I want to be a Niner. I want to build this back on top. He came in. We were garbage. Then, you know, Harbaugh came. We were cool. Then, you know, we all know what happened after Harbaugh. So he's like, you know what? He feels it. Joe Staley came out and said, I feel that this is going to go somewhere. And he wants to be a part of that because it's going to mean so much more to him. The fact that he stuck it out with one team. And that's why I believe Joe Staley needs his number retired. I understand he's probably not going in the Hall of Fame. 
And, you know, he's not like John Brody, who played for us for 17 years. You know, he's not Dwight Clark and didn't make the catch, but he's still freaking Staley, bro. I mean, his left tackle is one of the most important positions on a football field. And he's played it at a at all-pro level damn near his whole career. I don't know. But I think that we'll all be in an agreement that number 21 should only ever be worn by Frank again. They, I think everybody would agree 21 needs to be retired. Okay. So now that we got a little bit into that, let's go ahead and go over the Columbine. So the Columbine is going to start March 2nd. That's when they're going to have the first workouts. So the first day is going to be March 2nd, and it's going to be Friday, March 2nd. Give me running backs, O-line, uh, place kickers, and special teamers. Then Saturday the 3rd will be quarterbacks, receivers, tight ends. Uh, Sunday the 4th will be D-line and linebackers. And then Monday will be uh, DBs. Monday, March 5th will be DBs. So it will go on between the 2nd to the 5th. So I – wasn't able to find a full uh, paperwork of every player that was invited. Um, I'm pretty sure it's out there, or it will be coming out here shortly. And I'm pretty sure y'all don't want me to sit here and just read off a list of a bunch of players that half of the half the people listening never even heard of. So if you go to, I'm pretty sure if you go into Google search and type in. NFL Combine invites. It'll it'll go ahead and shoot you that info. So, I mean, the typical players that you could think would be there, you know, Chubbs, Fitz, uh, Mika Fitz, uh, Fitzpatrick, Sam Donald, the Chosen Rosen, um, obviously Saquon Barkley. I'm really really interested to see what he puts up in his form. That that might be. Pretty, pretty intriguing to watch. I don't have NFL Network at home, but I'm pretty sure they'll show it on NFL.com or NFLnetwork.com. So if I'm not in the Sony Lonesome by that time, uh, we'll go ahead and, you know, I'll be plugged in on it. Or maybe if you, yeah. Anyway, so the day that I really think that we should be interested in it's probably Sunday and Monday. I mean, obviously Friday, you know, you got running backs and, and offensive line, and we need running backs and offensive line. Saturday, yeah, you got, you know, wide receivers. I, I still don't believe that we are fully in need of a tight end. I think that we're okay with solid time, George Kittle, and then, you know, maybe sign somebody off a of free agent heap or something like that. But I don't think we need another rookie tight end. Receivers, I'm really interested. Now, don't expect us to go out and get a big, splashy name. I think that Kyle Shanahan is going to try to avoid. All right, I'll put it to you this way. I think Sutton and Riley, the two players that, that everybody seems to think that, you know, would be a good fit for us, I think are going to be uh, gone before we pick. So, I think Kyle Shanahan 
is as good at what I think one of the best things and why I think that this is the tandem of Lynch and Shanahan is going to work out perfectly. But Shanahan knows exactly what he wants. And John Lynch last year, so I'm assuming there would be no reason for him to change this year, stated that if you don't give me a specific reason and role for a player, then we're not – he's automatically off our board. And I like that. Shanahan is very good at um, communicating what he wants in a receiver, whether it's a slot receiver, he wants separation, quickness, you know, cutting ability, things like that. And so – we don't necessarily need a first or second round pick at a receiver to get a productive receiver. You know, we can go in the fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh round. As long as the guy has, you know, hands and can get the job done, I think Shanahan will get the best out of him. Via coaching-wise and also scheme-wise, you know, he'll be able to put the player in the position where he succeeds the most. I think everybody knows that, that you saw that out of Marquise Goodwin who, yeah, he had a rough start to the year, but as soon as Jimmy G came on, now, does that have a lot to do with Jimmy G? Of course, but I think what you saw was Shanahan's ability that once everything was in place to go ahead and let himself shine as a play caller and, you know, as a head coach. So, so everybody that's nervous about Jimmy G as well, I Jimmy G's fine. I think that I'm not going to be surprised if we franchise him, but I don't want us to because I think that we need to send a message to any pending free agents that, hey, look, when, when, when Jimmy G's our guy. So he's not going anywhere next year. We're not trading him, none of that. He's our guy. So come believe in us. Come play with Jimmy G. And I think that, A, that's going to attract not not only even offensive players. I think it's going to attract defensive players too because they know that their quarterback is going to get the job done. They know that if they give their their quarterback the ball, he's going to do some things with it. Also, it shows Jimmy G that we believe in him. I think what happened with the Kirk Cousins situation is Washington hasn't shown them that they fully believe in him. It's like, yeah, you're good enough to be our starter, but we don't think you're good enough to be the guy. And that's why, they, you know, they've gotten in a contract situation that they've gotten into with Kirk Cousins. We don't want that with Jimmy G. We want to show him both publicly, which Sean Lynch has already done, but also privately, too. Look, we believe in you. You're the guy. Now, we will always will and always have to do what's best for the franchise, but with that being said, I think sending Jimmy G long-term is what's best for the franchise. Let's, let's, like, yeah, you know, all the other players had to step up and things like that. But let's not forget what this offense looked like with freaking Brian Hoyer, bro. Okay? Let's not forget what this offense looked like with Brian Hoyer. I mean, I have a stat. I have it saved. Um, 
I was going to use it in the show, and of course, my sick ass forgot. But it breaks down just how much our offense improved with Jimmy G under center. And it's ridiculous. I mean, you don't even have to notice that. You just have to watch the games, bro. You watched any Niner game last year that Jimmy G didn't start versus when he did start. And I mean, come on. They don't take a football genius to realize that we are a lot better. I think Joe Staley wasn't pumping, pumping up the team when he said there was probably a team that doesn't want to face him in the playoffs. You know, the way that they're playing football in the last five weeks, particularly the last two, three weeks. So, calm down. I think we're going to get Jimmy G signed. It's going to be a record contract. It's going to be mind-blowing money. But that's the price of winning championships. So, expect tickets and whatnot to go up. But tickets don't go up. How are we supposed to pay Jimmy G and all these players that we want? So, that's the way it is. So to get over to our Columbine, man, this half an hour goes by really fast. Um, yeah, why don't we go ahead and do this? Let me get into a couple text messages, and then we'll go ahead and uh, hang on our faithful. Love the show. We appreciate it. Or love, depending on if you're male or female. He doesn't, this person doesn't say. I think that the next member that should be retired is Chio. We all know the catch, too, was a great play. And it got a lot of fans into the game that weren't necessarily fans before he came. Thanks again. Love this show. Oh, 502, I agree with you. Um, I remember anybody who caught my, my video this morning will, will know. I love T.O. I mean, I was, I was hella pissed when he, when, he, um, when he left to the Eagles. But I love Gio, and, and his number retired? Ooh, that might be a difficult one. I mean, does, it seemed like this morning I was more leaning to his number getting retired, but now that I've had time to think about it, I don't think he played with us long enough. I mean, he'll go in as a Niner. That's where he spent most of his career. You know, we're the ones that turned him into T.O., but I just, when I close my eyes and I think of Niner greats, it takes a while to get to T.O. What, you got Jerry, Dwight, John Taylor, then T.O. I'm not talking about necessary record books. I'm just talking about, you know, legendary players. So, if you didn't, if you didn't, um, Retired John Taylor's number, and he, he caught a game-winning Super Bowl touchdown pass. Then, um, you know, it would be kind of hard to retire T.O.'s. But is that our only text? Let me see. Yep, that's our only text for today. All right, so the Senior Bowl – we had Christian Campbell. He was a quarterback out of Penn State. They put a six-round grade on him. I watched a little highlight film of him. I'm not that impressed with him. I think we can get way better than him. Uh, Trayvon Henderson, safety out of Hawaii. 
Same thing. They said he was a, a seventh round undrafted free agent. If he's an undrafted free agent, I have no problem with us bringing him in for for training camp for competition purposes. Um, I don't necessarily think he'll win the job, but it never hurts to add competition. So, but if, if we got to win the draft pick on him, no thanks. Um, see, Nathan Shepard, the tackle of Fort Hill. Fort Hayes State. He has about fourth grade, uh, fourth round grade on him. Um, I don't think he's better than anything we got on the team right now. So, Brad Wagner, outside linebacker, BYU. He's got fifth to sixth round grade on him. I think he might be interesting. Uh, even though I met the man and he was hella cool with me, um, I think he would be an upgrade over uh, Eli Harold. So, not somebody to be looking at. Bradley Boozman, the center from Alabama, nah, I'm not interested in him at all. They got a sixth, seventh round grade in them. I'd rather have, I'd rather have Daniel Kilgore over this man. Michael Gallup. Wide receiver, Colorado State. They got a third-round grade in him. I don't like him, y'all. Go watch the highlights of this man. Michael Gallup, I believe it is. G-A-L-L-U-P, Gallup. Go watch the highlights of him. And you watch him in space, and it's scary. And I remember watching the highlights, and I remember just thinking, Kyle Shanahan's going to – it would be, it'd be unfair, because Kyle Shanahan's going to get this guy open. I believe he's like 6'1", 6'2", 6'3", somewhere around there. Nice, nice red zone threat that, that we need. So Kyle Shanahan, and he, he's great in space. Oh, Kyle Shanahan would do. Man, I don't even want to think about it, bro. It's just so unfair to think about what Kyle Shanahan could do with this man right here. A fourth-round pick or third-round grade, third, fourth-round grade, shoot it. Give it to me all day. I would take it. Watch Kyle Shanahan work magics with him. I think he has a great potential to be in the right system. I don't think he's just where his talent is just so great he can go into any system. But I think with the coach like Kyle Shanahan, offensive play designer like Kyle Shanahan, we can do great things with him. Deshaun Hand, D-end, Alabama, they got a second-round grade on him. I personally didn't see what everybody's been seeing in film, but maybe that's why I'm not a GM. So, we're going to go ahead and um, I'll leave that up to them to decide. I personally wouldn't take him in the second round. Kyle Lureta, quarterback Richmond, seventh round. Yeah, nah, I'm good. Theron Neal, cornerback Jacksonville State. He was a little nice little player. Got a lot of, a lot of PBUs. And so I like my corners to have PBUs. That, that makes me very excited. So, like I said, they didn't have a grade uh, draft grade on him, but I, I would not be opposed to taking him fifth round, fifth to seventh round. Maybe do a couple trades to get a couple extra picks in the sixth round or whatever. I think we could do some things with that. Um, Harrison Phillips, D Taco out of Stanford, first round. For the love of God, please don't let us take another D tackle this year. I don't give a damn how good he is. 
please don't let us take another D tackle this year. Unless you plan to cut Eric Armstead. That's the only way I would excuse that. Kyler Phillips guards Iowa State. Uh, Fourth-round draft pick, or fourth-round grade. I didn't really see that much in him with the little highlight plays that I did. So, And then Brandon Pringle, Kansas City's Kansas City, Kansas State. Seventh round, that undrafted free agent grade on him. Um, I wouldn't be opposed to taking taking a look. It's got to be um, can't get much. I should say worse. We had pretty good receivers last year, but definitely can be upgraded. All right. So you know what, y'all? We got a minute left. I guess I'm gonna go ahead and end this episode. Uh, hope everybody got a little bit smarter. I shall see y'all next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. Really appreciate everybody listening. Special shout out to that very sexy young lady that's listening right now. I know she knows who who I'm talking about because it's her. I shall see y'all next week. Everybody, please have a blessed week. Peace, love, and happiness. Go Niners.